Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Inspirato Projecto. Here's a theme song for you. Had fun listening to your ones. Thought you might like some too. Inspirado Projecto. I've been listening to you. And you sound kind of funky. So here's a song for you. Wowzers! That was from Undies Funded Podcast, one of the wonderful people that I've left a theme song for, and uh, they decided to sing a song for Inspirato Projecto. Thank you so much. I welcome one and all to leave any kind of messages here, uh, and I will definitely include them in the episodes. It's always fun for me to collaborate brilliant minds together, gloom together, clinkety-clank them together like Legos, and before you know it, you got a castle, don't you? So thank you so much, Undies Funded Podcast. Please check them out. They are phenomenal. And something tells me they also do the canna- can- cannabis the cannabis conundrum. <laughs> they do the cannabis uh, conundrum podcast as well. So make sure you check them out. Uh, something is telling me that this episode is going to be part three. In the final part of the adventure that I experienced at the David Lynch book signing, an evening with David Lynch at the Ace Hotel, where I met some fellow Lynchians and and fellow synchronicitians, folks who love the synchronicities. If you listen to the parts one and part two, you will completely understand what, what, I am talking about. You will understand it. If you like David Lynch, these these are the things to listen to. Actually, you will in fact hear a, a, a wonderful exchange between David Lynch and I on 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 this podcast, which I've now officially decided is part three. So. Without further ado, perhaps we should get to it. That was great. I'm going to use it. But now send me one like you forgot to take your medicine for a few weeks. (laughs) 
I'm curious, though, what maybe his definition of path of least resistance is, because it sounds to me that the conversations we've been having have all been actually about the path of least resistance, following your heart. Like, that that, that feels to me like that's the root that's of where the, the path I mean, of okay, least that's resistance... That's the perspective of, of... But least resistance being that you've already gone down that road before. Yeah, yeah. I was you say already that. know what that's like. Like, you would rather oh, choose me over your roommate because you have lived with her for two yeah. years. Our path of least resistance is a different perspective. It's, it it yeah, is yeah. more of like a stepping into the unknown and following, trusting your heart and trusting that something interesting is going to ah. happen. Whereas, like, his path of least resistance is, yeah, like, like I've gone down this road. Like, I know I know, this. I know what to expect. I know what's on the other side. I know what my life's, like, going to be like every day. That's the least resistance. Yeah, no yeah, one's going to yeah, resist yeah. me. Yeah. And it's like, and... I can recreate what I've created. That's, yeah, that's and very that's, easy. It's, you know? it's mm. like, that's acting like nothing bad's going to happen to you because you have the same boring Yeah, it's roommate. actually flawed, actually. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing you can't actually recreate. Yeah, and then the thing is that he doesn't notice that she creates all this drama, but he doesn't even notice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, like, what he's decided to, like... Right? Yeah, everyone was going down. So I'm just like... But you also can't tell people shit. I know. So that's even better. That's a hard thing when you were saying, like... (laughs) Never mind! Don't talk to me! Okay, fine, talk to me. Okay, don't talk to me. It's like... (laughs) Because I want to tell him because he's calling me to ask me, but I go, I can't, tr- I can't show you and be in love with you because I get lost. Because I have to go into where you are to try and. Thank you. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm Kurt, C-U-R-T. Kurt? Yeah. Doug. What's your, Doug? Yes. Oh, awesome. Nice to meet you. And what's your name? Roxanne. Oh, that's right. You said it eight times. <laughs> Did I? Any Roxanne I ever met is good, good, good vibes. <laughs> In the context of your story, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm desensitized um, to my own name. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I think like some people view uh, like the prepackaged. Um, I guess this is something I wanted to ask you too, as well. Is uh, do you watch television? I don't watch television, so I feel like that's that's helped me. Uh, I watch cartoons. Okay. I have to sometimes okay. Because I vote for the Emmy, so I have to like. I'm more of a cartoon. I watch like every cartoon that's out. So. In a sense, okay. which is also I'm still a child. I see what you mean about the Netflix. So yes, I'll watch YouTube. I'll watch Netflix and whatnot, but not the not the, television. like yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, really it's like what? Where's my heart want to yeah. take me towards? That's, you that's know, kind of thing. And I know that uh, the reason why I had to ask you to that is because it seems like folks who have these kind of conversations um, tend to have been able to just. Well, I didn't they watch don't television really, most of my life. Yeah, this is a very recent thing, actually. Thank you. Because then you're not you're not. I was like being... the only person I knew who like didn't have any kind of cable or TV. You know, ah. Like, yeah, and that was because we were fucking poor. Well. <laughs> but I know, but that's like, that's 
that's another thing. Where it all started with that for me, but then I realized how much better my life was not having it. So right. I just kept yeah. Going. I did like liquid television. That was like, oh one of my God, liquid was like, television was great. Aeon Flux, holy moly. Days ago, and I like fucking Dog Boy. And oh my God, oh my God. I was just talking about Dog Boy the other day on my other podcast. Because of Charles Burns, my dream is to make El Borba, because he, oh he did a graphic novel called El Borba about this detective uh, luchador. And uh, he, did, he did Dog Boy. And, um, God, because that's one of the things. I want to make a movie. Because you know how Dog Boy looked? He had, he had plastic hair, oh and they looked kind of just like slightly, they looked slightly cartoonish and yet also human at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. You know that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's because so my awesome. my dad worked the graveyard shift, and he would come, like, those other things I remember the feeling of you're in another room two rooms away or something but you can the TV volume isn't on but you know the TV you fucking feel the wave in your ear and that's probably because I'm a fucking weirdo but I would just be like my dad's home and it would be no he would have the volume off but it would just be like that like yeah you can hear it and I'd be in my room with the door closed and I'd know he's home Yeah, yeah. and I would just be like and I would just like He'd like lay on his side, and I would just like lay like this watching liquid television forever. It was my favorite. Aeon Flux. Oh man, yeah. That's she always seemed to die at the end, and then just immediately come back the next <laughs> yeah. time around. That art was so cool. Yeah. Thank you. I see why. We're just moving down. <laughs> Oi, I see. I see now. The, the next level. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, because you know, I think like what I've realized is that if folks are watching television all the time, this network television, what's happening is they don't get a chance to have any thoughts that are kind of just their own. It's just always this. Because no matter what, that stuff is even subliminally just going boop, beep, boop, 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 bouncing around using back different there. Words to trigger like different images mm-hmm. yeah you don't have and that's I was telling you about the sensory deprivation tanks because that's how I repatterned oh God, a lot I would love of love to do my, one of those have you done those before yeah I did it for about four months straight how often for four months every day once or twice a week yeah. and so you had one of those places near you I worked at one in San Francisco oh my God. <laughs> there's one in Pasadena it's you can get packages but yeah it's well, the first time I tripped out, which was, like, non-drug related, was, have you been to the Integratron in Joshua Tree? No, but I've heard a lot about it. I've been th- Unfortunately, that's, that's they're the... booked up through next year now because it's, like, everybody knows about it's it. It's, like, but the dome, went, and it's got the beautiful sounds, There's right? not one piece of metal in it. It was built from plans from the aliens given to George Van Tassel. Um, they're Venusian or whatever um, but there's not one piece of metal in the entire dome all the pegs are wood and everything oh and my Robert God. Plant goes there like smashing pumpkins go because it's trippy as fuck but so I read about it and I was like okay I mean this goes into like way other a whole other tunnels that are having to do this conversation <laughs> but um, I convinced my boyfriend to go with me and you go you lay around um, this middle tube in the dome and they do the, the glass bowls. So I don't know if you're it's been glass bowls and different frequencies that are like can resonate with your chakras. And I didn't even really know that much about chakras at that point. Um, so you started doing the bowls and all of a sudden it sounds so loud in your ear, it feels like your eardrums are about to explode. Wow. 
Like, he goes, hey, and then he gets high. And I was just like, I actually surrendered like- to that. Yeah, it's just the fucking way it is. There's, like, is the like glass the, bowl like sound. Really the only thing happening, right? The only thing yeah. happening is just this like piercing sound. Yeah. But what I did, which was different, is, like, I think in our daily life, it's, like, something you... You're, you're scared, you don't know what it is, it could happen, so you fight it. And I just decided that moment to surrender, and a tear rolled down my eye, and I just left my body. And then they, like, woke us up. But, like, I wasn't even there. And I was like, you can do that with sound? And that's what, like, started making me find out all this other stuff that I found out. Frequencies and vibrations. Yeah. Rife machine, you probably know about that. Yeah. And the other thing was that my boyfriend at the time, ex now, he didn't even like have a glimpse into that or want to know anything about that. And he left his body, and that's when I knew. Like, it was like, I was like, this isn't based on, I believe, so it happened to me. Mm. Like, no, that's not it. Now, what we saw, so I, I was like, okay. And then, you know, I'd watched Altered States. And that goes into the dream. Have you seen I it? I still need to. That, oh, you that, got just it. The trailer oh, has always it. resonated in my brain. And it's because of that Altered trailer states. that I always wanted being a, a sensory deprivation tank. Now, yeah. when you went to the sensory deprivation tank for the first time, was it similar to that, that the, the frequency, the uh, being at that place you were just talking about? Um, Did you yes and no. Body? I kind... No, I didn't. I actually went more into my body. But it was like... So the water is heated to the temperature of... of So it's like the same temperature as your skin. And then you're just floating like on the Dead Sea. So it's the closest to being in the womb as you could possibly be. So that's where that came from. And then... That's kind of what we're talking about. The, like the comfort and safety of that zone. And then only being able to hear your own thoughts is shows you existence in a whole different way because you hear yourself you don't it is it is it's all bouncing around you're like is that me and like i'm i'm an empath so then i like i always have to question is that my thought or is that someone who is around me and i'm like feeling a lot of emotion right now is that me what's really going on with me in the tank you know so you get a lot of, a lot more profound truths because you're sure that it's you, you know. That's what I noticed. And then when I did my PTSD and stuff, I read books on um, repatterning memories. So then all the specific ones that I worked on that I like would go in and, and just try and remember a different way or see truths or see it from other people's point of view in it, which is weird. But, I don't know, I, is that astral projecting? I think it is when you look at yourself, like, just like, different camera views, you know. It takes a lot of practice, though. Like, lucid dreaming helps with that. With you to get different camera views, like, above yourself or... side like that. I don't know. The Integratron's really cool. It's... It sucks, but doesn't suck. But they're really booked out to, like, next... February. <laughs> I tried to go in again and I couldn't. I tried, yeah, I tried once. I didn't. I wasn't able to get in. I only went once. <laughs> Actually, there's some in August. Random days. They're like in the middle of the week. 
So if you have free time in August, you should try and book. Oh. Yeah, just book it way in and then like just put it on the calendar and just know that you're driving out to the desert that day. Have you been to a sensory deprivation tank? I haven't, no. Uh, I was just saying that a, a good friend of mine is actually opening a place to do it. Really? So, yeah, and, and um, I just hung out with her. She was in L.A. Uh, about two, three that weeks ago. That would be ago. awesome to have. Yeah, so I'm going to definitely be trying it out once it's, God, once you it's have, there. I, so, yeah. I mean, it would be silly not to. Yeah. <laughs> Especially no, I've been looking, for, I've been looking forward God, to it. That would be so cool. Now, how big is the tank? They're all different now. So now that it's been around for a while... They had the original one, which is the one in altered states. It's like it was like a metal, kind of coffin shaped, and then it had like a little door at the end that you'd go in and out. It was pitch black and just a filter. Now they have ones that like for people that are claustrophobic. They have ones that are kind of bigger rooms, like bigger uh, ceilings. So when you uh, go in, you can see that the ceiling's there. You uh, still turn the light off, and you still don't have any sound. Mm. Then there's ones that look like little, like baby whales or something, like little white pods. It opens up. You can keep it open, but if you want, you close it. And the, those have color therapy, so they have like. Wow. If you want to work on your root chakra, you can like look at red or have it just be a light show. Or some people literally are just going in the tanks for the physical benefits, which is detoxification and it's Epsom salt, so it's easing all of your muscles. And then. If you're like have back problems, if you're weightless for an hour, it's super helpful. You can even do two hours. The most trippy one was two hours because you do go deeper. You probably have no concept of time at that point. No, and then I had um, there's like a little, you know, those like little kick pads when you're learning how to swim. Uh, Mm. They have those, and you put your neck on it. But then by the time I like was in the fetal position, I just had my head on it. Wait. You so so you go like when you go you you're on your back and you just go and you're to in sleep. Water? Yeah, you How have earplugs. Are we talking like this much? Maybe a foot, a foot or two. But there's twelve hundred pounds of salt. Oh, okay. It. So you're, you're you're totally floating on top. You don't have to do anything. But and you and then so sometimes it's your neck. It's like if it. you don't want your ears. Some people have ear things. Mm. They don't want their ears wet. Everyone's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you have your ears submerged or not? Um, yeah, you have earplugs, but you can have them. It's like if it's submerged, it's like right here. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you don't go past here, really. Past uh, where your face is, I guess. Um, but you do have a little kick pad as a pillow. So then by the time I was like, I somehow repatterned myself into being in the like fetal position. And I was just sleeping like that on top of water, which is cool. So I'm imagining it, it probably felt like it was over as quickly as it began. Is it one of those thing kind of things? Yeah. And then it's like it's it's just a lot of work. This journey is you're experiencing it and you're in the now, but you do have to have ref- you do have to set aside time for reflection for it to for to get the real lessons out mm. of it. You experience it's very important to be in the moment, and then you have to set aside what is that time with meditation or whatever however that is to then reflect upon and then gather the lesson from it in real time you can't learn the lesson as it's happening i don't i haven't found that to be true maybe you can learn right after like oh that's what that was but usually it's not you have to go in you got to see how you participated in that what you want why you why you made that happen (laughs) what you wanted to learn if you learned it those things are really the only and music were the only things that really helped me through all that stuff is yeah taking out the bullshit 
kind of what he's saying. Hopefully, if I keep doing that, I'll release this creative block. I don't have enough money to float a lot right now. I would totally go floating. And it's just, I want to do it every day. There are float tanks that you can get for your house, but those are still around like two grand. Price of a small beat up car. <laughs> can you, can you, uh, can you, can you, I mean, can you make like, can you just do it in your bathtub? Like a poor mm, man's version of it? If you had earplugs, yeah. You need how many, how many pounds float. of salt you said? 1200. I mean, if you wanna, you need. That's about the price of a small beat up car, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. The filter and stuff. Well, I guess you could lay. That. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, here's why you couldn't because the um, in the pods the heater keeps it that temp a consistent oh, right, temperature. Right, 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 right. That's one thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's important. Yeah. So that's freezing, what I would yeah, say the whole thing is that if you pick one temperature, that's also part of the sensory deprivation part is right. the temperature isn't changing. You want to factor that out. You're not feeling it anymore. You don't want so, to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to be the ball of, you would just want to fill your spirit. Yeah. You want to let the, 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 the senses away. The car that you're in rest. Mm. You're putting that in, yeah. That's the only reason why. Otherwise, I think you totally could. You could put earplugs in and turn the light out. But if the water got cold, you'd want to get out. And you'd be totally aware of it as yeah, soon as yeah. it started getting yeah, cold. Yeah, Just like laying, yeah, like laying in a bathtub now. I mean, there's, yeah, you're always, you're constantly Yeah, even aware. a nice bath that you make yeah. it hot as fucking possible. And usually yeah. 16 minutes into it, it's not yeah. as warm. And then you're like, oh, the thrill so is gone. intriguing that you just so happened. Now, did you bring that up earlier? No. The, no. the fact that you have a friend who's going to who's gonna. No, that was a coincidence. It's a total coincidence. Why would it, why do we they just keep unfolding, man. I'm like cleaning my brain matter off the ceiling every few seconds. <laughs> totally. Well, it's weird God, because it's like, amazing. Well, I, that's what I was kind of wondering because we just when keeps we, going. Well, when we got in line, we like, I don't know. One of us mentioned something about trauma, but what was that? I mean, it was, it was Tron? trauma. Oh, but I mean, that's what kind of led to it. I'm usually the first. Okay. I'm usually the first one to admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trauma. Yeah, I'm like, hey. Trauma. Been through trauma here, don't. Listen up, folks. Is this thing on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, trauma, trauma. We're going to talk about trauma. Are we in group? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's how we got into it. She said that's how she dealt with it. And I said, oh, my friend's just helping that up. And she was just telling me about it during her visit here a couple mm. weeks ago. So. Yeah. God, it's amazing. Yeah. That is cool, yeah. That how often cool you, well, first of all, how often do you ever come across someone who's actually been in a sensory deprivation tank? Number True. two, yeah. how often do you ever come across someone who's actually just deciding to open up their own sensory deprivation yeah. tank uh, <laughs> facility? That's, that's astounding. Right, right, right. Neither I mean, that's like a fractal right there. We just yeah. wrapped ourselves up neatly up within the fractal. Yeah. That's very funny. It's hard. A lot of people are claustrophobic, so I... Yeah, how, I'm trying to visualize what. Is it, is it like as wide as this aisle, maybe? Or like some of the sensory deprivation tanks? Or... But if you can kind of get over that, I mean, you probably you lose it, right? Out. It's yeah. like... <clears throat> I think it's like nine feet by six feet or something. Oh. Yeah, it's... Oh. It's not, it's not like tiny, a tiny, but if you're claustrophobic, that would still feel tiny to you. Even the giant could fit in there, couldn't he? <laughs> but they made ones that, I mean, they made a, yeah, the basketball players float in them, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah. Wow. I Like, I had one friend, it's actually really recommended highly when you're pregnant, which I would... Con- Sensory deprivation. Yeah. I... Wow. Sometimes I want to get pregnant just to oh, prove yeah. that I'm right about the things I want to try when you're pregnant. You could actually probably feel... <laughs> you no, know that's the wrong reason. Yeah. I know that's yeah. the wrong reason. The guinea pig of pregnancy. Is there a good reason, though, really? But it would I mean, be healthy That's a good reason as any. Right. Yeah. Is that a better... Is that a worse reason than just yeah. wanting to have Sitting something that looks like you? Yeah. As an accessory. Yeah. So it's a... <laughs> I think it's a I mean, good, that would I think be it's a, one of the better reasons, actually. So, I, well, be on Instagram, like, that's what it looks like, like to me. It's like the Russian doll kind of thing, right? Because you'd have the baby in there, oh, wow. and then oh, you'd be like uh, the just, womb within the oh, womb. Oh, you want to trip out in the Russian womb, the dollness. Womb within the, oh, okay. yes, please. So, please, tell I me just more. listened and to like this me. fucking podcast, Radio Lab. You love Radio Lab. Mm-hmm. So, I'm obsessed with female body. It's like reproduction as we do it the subtle dance of how the fuck you even trick someone into having your baby. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, um, yeah. but really, because even if you do trick someone into saying, well, yeah, my baby, that doesn't mean you're going to have a baby. And it's not as easy to get pregnant as I always it's thought not. it was. There's so it really is a miracle. Even if it's a fucking, you're like, how the fuck did this person have a baby? It's well, a miracle. Like, so well, sh- yeah. well, a lot of pregnancies are accidents completely, so that's where... You say accident, I see Marco. <laughs> but also the the journey that, of, that the sperm has to go through. It's like a freaking video game. Oh, I don't know how yeah, that thing because yeah. you got these like yeah these tentacles well, coming out trying to knock it down, and you got to choose the right about tube. <laughs> how our gonads are formed. Which everyone was like, gonads are a boy thing. I also believe that no, gonads are male and female. It's just what the fuck it is. It's mm. a gonad. So then she goes into talking about how these are formed, which is when you think about around 24 days in gestation, the zygote looks like a tadpole. And I think we've all seen that picture. So where the tail is, there's like usually like a dark... I remember this. You can't really put it in, but there's like a dark area when you look at the zygote. And you're like... I think probably you already think it's something to do with your bowels or something. And it literally is... It's the trash. It's the trash from the cells going into this spot and guess where your fucking gonads are formed <laughs> from the that's trash not, <laughs> <laughs> not even that that's not even the trippy part day 24 there's just this calling that the cells hear it's like, like a this? thumping cool, 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 yeah, cool, cool. yeah but only they hear and they just start migrating to the middle of the fucking zygote and it just goes and goes and goes until, and then it just stops right in the middle where our gonads are formed. Then, this is obviously a lot, this took a fucking hour to explain, so I'm not taking as long. Um, it goes over this ridge, that's actually where the pubic bone is, not formed, this fucking ridge, and it stops. And then, based on chemicals, you're male or female. And then, if you are decided you're a male, then the cells go dormant until puberty. If you're a female, instantaneously, all your fucking eggs that you're going to have for the rest of your life go then. So as a female who's already pregnant with a baby, you already have your grandchildren's eggs inside of you from day fucking 35. Most people don't even know they're pregnant by then. That's in the first trimester in the first month. You're not even telling anybody you're pregnant and you already have your grandchildren's eggs inside of you and that really I just heard this a week ago that really changed my whole thought even really on abortion to be honest with you 
I was, I didn't, I don't know if I really can like, I still think it's everyone's choice, but I don't know if I could support it for myself anymore. And before, I didn't really, not that it wasn't a big deal, I always knew it'd be a big deal, but that's, a, that's way different. That, that's way different. Because that's the first month, that's not even, you already have lives of another life. What's intriguing too life. is the fact that a microscope can actually see the, the tiny things within the tiny things, within the tiny things, and, and, and actually chart that in some sort of quantifiable way that they, they, they can chart what's going on I there. I just thought, I'm like, really when we talk about how different males and females are, that's like, at a certain point, like, male cells are dormant until puberty. And then, like, this, it's, like, doesn't ever stop. And it doesn't stop for females. There's, like, it's always to starting the period, having a baby, or not having a baby, to having menopause, to it just doesn't, it doesn't stop from day 26 until you die. Do they use the Russian doll analogy in the... Is that why... No, but I oh. didn't even think about that. You said it, and that clicked, and I was like, oh, my God, it totally is like that, because yeah. the fucking eggs of all of the future <laughs> specimens. I... I'm, it still actually is a mind-blowing fact to me. It's just a week ago where I'm like... Yeah, yeah. Still it is mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, and it's mind-blowing to think that... I mean, even the fact that... Through all that stuff that a sperm can still get to the egg, but then once it gets to the egg, what's actually, I mean, the poor thing is damaging its head. It's, it's, it's trying to smash its way in that thing. And then, what, then, who knows what's inside of there? That could be even inside of there, there could be some crazy labyrinth to try to get, to try to get into wherever that thing has got to get into. I mean, holy yeah, moly. I mean, the fact that we're even here, that's winning. That's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, winning yeah. a lottery. Yeah, yeah, of course. That is, that just, that astounds the hell out of me. And the it's family. gotta be hard to wonder, like, out of six people, who it could be, like on Maury. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, I have no idea. Yeah, your eggs probably don't either. That's so crazy. See, I thought it was funny when you guys got excited about it. You said Russian doll, and you got excited. I mean, yeah. I literally received a Russian doll like maybe two weeks ago. <laughs> of course now, the, you did. Now the funny thing oh, is boy. that it was a, it was a giveaway. Really blinking a no, lot. No, it was right a giveaway now. for like an event or whatever. But I thought you it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I was given one. But the funny thing is that like I hadn't. <laughs> I only had one in my life. It wasn't even mine. It was like my grandparents that yeah. I played with when I was little. But when I got it, I'm like, wow! Like this is like my first time ever having one. It was just really, it was a funny. And this feeling. was how long ago? About two weeks ago. Okay, you had you had to have ble- beamed that to my antenna. See, I think the thing I don't is, know. is because I mean it's it's it was for it was for that TV show, The Americans. Oh, okay. And so like oh. the Russian doll is all the characters from the show. But it's a really nice doll, and they're all hand, they're all painted, Russian like every character. Really it was, it's yeah. gorgeous. I was super impressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a little like flick it around. Yeah, it's up. all solid. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you kind of are happy that it's at the end. You're like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. to open any more of these. That was really impressive. <laughs> yeah, I was really impressed by, <laughs> oh by the eighth one. It's and there's a lot of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> but the eighth one. Let's <laughs> just. Uh, yeah, it's just like the same thing, you know. Like, by the eighth donut cheeseburger, like, I don't want any more. You're over? With the snicker topping, yeah. I can't get over that fair <laughs> oh food. Oh, they shit. have those kind of things where it's like... I just went to the fair last a week. A cheeseburger. Oh, of course you did. Of course you did. Donut buns that gets deep fried. No, no, no. I literally snickers. took pictures. Please show us. I took pictures. Please show us. Exactly what you're talking about. 
because I couldn't believe it. Hold on, hold on. Okay, this we're gonna start levitating week. really, really <laughs> soon here. Well, this, this, I saw this first of all. Shrimp on a stick. No, no, no. Oh, with fruity pebbles. Dude, that's brilliant. This is something. That's this the... is science fiction. This is real life science yeah, fiction yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This but I mean, that's real... exactly what you're talking about. Oh like, my like God. you already have something. It's like, why, why go that yeah. extra step? Yeah. Yeah. But there was another. Um... Is that is that like their version? Is it of like a chicken and waffle kind of thing? I don't know, but they also had fruity pebbles, bacon on wrapped it. corn on the cob, bacon wrapped what? bacon wrapped turkey leg, and <laughs> deep fried nachos. This whole world's on a cob. <laughs> yeah, this whole world's on a cob. <laughs> but deep fried nachos. Oh they me, I think they deep fry every chip, and then oh they like nachos. <laughs> and then Jeez. they deep fry the whole thing. Jeez. It's too much. What the heck? It's I don't not know. okay. It didn't make sense to me. It was having. I was having a very hard it's, time. I, I have to admire. I have to admire the chefs who. Because I can tell you, I've made some very strange things just for, like in my kitchen where I'm like, I'm so hungry right now, but let's put. Uh, I don't know. Oh, let's, there's some ice cream. Let's turn and the camera some, this way. Yeah. While I make this. <laughs> let's turn <laughs> the camera this way. Now it's a cooking <laughs> show. <laughs> now we get fruity pebbles on a shrimp stick. That was amazing. Well, let's invent some other ones that will undoubtedly <laughs> become real out there in the world that we'll hear about. Yeah. You said the donut. You said the donut burger. The donut burger. That's, no, that that is, or is that real? It's oh, a, that's a, a real a one? food truck in LA that does that. Yeah. No respect. For that. They call it a savory donut, but it's a donut. It's not. No respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Savory donut. Get the fuck savory. out of here. <laughs> savory donut. Yep. Yep. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't Food is such an amazing, precious thing. I don't want to try to ruin it on purpose. It's not. It's, it's not. That's not ruined. fun. Yeah, exactly. It's already been ruined. I don't know. I feel like I'm not stoned enough to make any, make any of these up. <laughs> Everyone was really stoned when they made those up. Oh, probably. Pretty yeah. pebbles on it. Yeah, on trim. Yeah. And then you said corn. So wait, what was bacon the wrapped cor- corn on the oh, cob? Oh, bacon wrapped corn That's on like the cob. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. Like. I was like, oh, I'm not going to crack eggs on the side of the bowl anymore. I'm going to put the bowl near the wall and throw the egg at the wall. And that's how I do it now. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's how I do it now. Wow. Hey, because once you start, you can't go back. Did you draw a target no, on the wall? Did you draw a target? No. You, get the... you can never go back. You can oh, yeah, never go back. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Then you go to your friend's house and you're watching him crack eggs. You're like, oh, there's such a better way. Yeah, if only you were to just whip it against the wall. I did it in slow motion and then named it my biological clock. <laughs> oh, that's good. Awesome. Wow. Oh, see, with slow motion function with the... Oh, that's good. Yeah. Biological clock. There's I like it. Slide. I don't even care if it slides down the wall. You should wash the wall. You should wash the wall, I will say, before the area you're going to throw the egg if you don't feel like... I've done that only a couple of times. Sometimes I wash the wall. Sometimes I don't. I don't feed eggs. I haven't washed the wall to anyone else. This kind is of good. You just whip it right against. Because all you're doing is you're just washing off the previous egg. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like those frying pans where you just like, no, do not wash this frying pan. It's collecting the oh, sauces. Yeah, it's yeah, collecting yeah. the juices. Oh yeah. So this oh, is like for that. 45 years you you just yeah, kept exactly. these yeah. these things in here. Do that trick when with like you do the shaman thing where you roll the egg over somebody and then I should crack it in the bowl. Oh yeah. Right. Make it very ceremonial. More dramatic. Yeah. 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 I'll do that next time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's room temperature. I don't know why. Room temperature. Make sure it's room temperature. It takes you out of the experience. It's kind of like the deprivation thing we're talking about. The egg's getting colder. The egg's getting colder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be a very different experience if you froze the egg first. So I guess that 
What happened oh. to me freezing? Uh-oh. What did we just invent? Oh, and wow. then... What on if a stick. Freezing eggs what if you, yeah. From yeah, snake on a stick with Fruity freezing Pebbles. With Fruity Pebbles glued onto Ooh, it. Oh, glue it right on Not there. with food, anything, just actual... Yeah. And then when it's frozen, uh-huh. just bite into it. Just... Because, really yeah, yeah, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? And then just wrap <laughs> up in the bacon. <laughs> frozen eggs would be really good to throw at somebody. Yeah, that, well, no, it would be very cool. Depends, depends who it is. If it's someone you don't like. But frozen <laughs> eggs in a sock. <laughs> oh, my boy. <laughs> Sorry, it's, yeah. it just turned. Yeah, I think it was the donut cheese thing turned, that got me angry. Just, got real dark. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about the donut burger and it yeah, just makes me mad. Yeah. This whole world's on a cob. <laughs> oh, yeah. This whole world's on a donut bun. Well, I find whenever I want to... <laughs> it really is. The whole world's on a donut cheese, bun. Cheese, it's just disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah. just a bunch of cheese. Oh, yeah. here comes Fruit of Pebbles. Watch out. <laughs> Close your eyes, watch out. Cover your eyes. They look like they could come from the ceiling. Moving pretty fast, actually. David's gonna need a hand massage. I know. <clears throat> I only have two hands, David. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should I tell him that when I go up there? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I would sign your book, but I only have two hands. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'm like, but I have a prehensile tail. <laughs> but I can write with my mouth. Yeah. And sometimes my ear. I mean, is it like sometimes like there's like book handers? Book handlers? Oh yeah, someone takes. Oh, so he will not oh, okay. hand it to you. Someone else does. He just signs it and someone grabs it, so you can. You know, I almost feel like I would expect uh, people in costumes to be handing you the book, like possibly even people dressed as Bigfoot or something. Right. Yeah. To enhance the surreality. Or it'd be better if it was or a someone with a trumpet. Someone with one arm. One arm. A one armer. There's a one armer now. Yeah. A one arm book handler. He only has one hand. That's right. That's <laughs> or right. Or he'd sign your book. Or he'd handle your book. Oh my god. Do you think I have time Sorry, to I'd sign your book, probably? but I only have one arm. I think you do. Okay. It's so ruly over here. Yeah. <laughs> so what are what are your like uh your passions, your talents, the things that you would really like to uh, well, this is the pursue thing, is that, or do? I mean, I... I what would be like the big sounds, dream? Well, it sounds kind of dark, <laughs> but that's kind of where I always come from. I'm in this part of my life right now where I kind of feel like I've done it all, so it's hard what? to, it's hard to like... Have you skydived? I haven't, actually, next week... <laughs> Of course you are, dude. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. I've done it all. No, no, but I mean, it's like, it's like, yeah, like I have a heart. Sometimes I, I get down because I'm like, you know, what, what, what could there be more to life? Because I've already, I made a movie. I put it on an album. You know. Rip. Okay, so I, what, what's I've the name of your movie? What's I've the name of your movie? It's called Dead Next Door. But it, I mean, can we I find it out there in the world? No, you can't. But Why? that's well, that's because the person I made it with. Um, is yeah, it's not a good person. So okay, I so to, no uh, about your music though. Mm-hmm. The music you can find is that something you can find? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to Spotify or because this or this podcast is also a radio state. I have a radio a radio show. Oh okay, and it's a uh, so I would love to have you two in this in the studio sometime if you ever want to. It's an oh, AM yeah, station. Yeah. It's in Chinatown. Really? Yeah, awesome. the first and third Monday of every month I have an hour, and I can play and say and do whatever I want on there. Oh nice. So nice. I can play your music on there. Actually, I want to exchange uh, information with you guys. Yeah, because, definitely. Um, I'm Let me just see. I always think you like interested in keeping intriguing people in my life. Maybe go to iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is. Incre- 
wow, man. So, yeah. Like, and it's funny because this is the time awesome. when I first met her. Tank attack. You know I mean? Brilliant. Like, so I guess I met her around, around probably 2010. Holy cow. So it was a while ago, yeah, yeah. So, okay, have, are, you cur- are you currently making more uh, music? I, I am. I mean, I played a show last year, and for that show, I did it solo, and I wrote a new song for the show, and I played another song I had just written for my for a work project before. But I didn't enjoy it as much because I really like... My favorite thing is playing live, and my second, my favorite thing about playing live, and especially this band was just two people, just me and this girl playing drums, is like the spontaneity. Like a lot of what we do is like, it's, it's highly structured, but there were like games built into it. I'd build games into our songs. Awesome. I build impro- improvi- improvising Dude, into our improv songs. Improv is where it's at. Yeah, and I'd also like put things, put anchors. I mean, this was all in my head. She didn't really know a lot of it. I mean, I work it in and she'd go along with it. But I put anchors in where like I know she was holding it down so I could, I could jump in the crowd. I could do different things, you know? So yeah, the whole point for a live show with me was just all the all the spontaneous elements and so that was that was a thrill and we did it for like nine years straight so oh cool a long time yeah. oh wow man and that was I mean that was like my latest band but since then I've never uh, I haven't found anyone to collaborate in that way sadly so I did the solo show last year and um, it was good I where'd mean you, it was where'd it was you do fun. it at? it was a show that my friend set up it was at a at a like a legion outpost and somewhere somewhere in town but it was just interesting, kind of multi-purpose room. But, I mean, it went awesome, and I loved. I liked the new song I made. I liked. I liked performing again. But I just realized I was like kind of lonely up there, so I didn't want to do that again. I actually want to collaborate again. Mm-hmm. But something you said earlier about finding those people that you really resonate with and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. That's kind of part of too, like my questioning what else is left because I can no longer find those people. Actually, it's really sad. Like I haven't. I haven't Looks found like any. Found some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly now. <laughs> it's the cool today, thing. but you know. Yeah. Like it's been it's been really tough the last few years. So once see that's so. the crazy thing. Once you taste it, it's yeah, like you, yeah, and you're yeah, like, oh yeah, my god, yeah. I was so spoiled. How how is how how can no, I? No, I appreciate it. Right, that's the thing is that I had some things happen early in my life, and I was I was talking to Roxanne about it a little bit without really directly talking about some. And they were they're traumatic, but they did teach me to like appreciate every moment. So I mean, I've luckily I can I can say that's part of like yeah like not not really even worrying about what I have yet you know not experiencing much more because every moment I did have I did savor I did appreciate I did know I was freaking out because I'm like this is amazing I can't believe this is happening and I'm gonna take it all in and appreciate it you know that's so, probably why you continually keep having more and more extraordinary circumstances yeah yeah I've never taken anything for it's granted so funny. we were just you know? saying early he goes you know, I'm just wondering, like, what the, what the heck is next? I've done it all. And I go, have you done skydiving? He goes, funny thing is, I will be skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> next week, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> my friend, it's her birthday, and I asked her what's the one thing she wanted to do. And she said, skydiving. I saw her last night, and she's like, we're still doing it, right? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't either. I mean, I've come close a few times, and for some one reason or another, it fell through or whatever. Like, last time I was in New York, I was in Long Island. Drove all the way out there. We were going to get on there, like, oh, the winds are too much today. We can't do it, so... Now, are you scared of heights at all? No, I'm not scared of oh, wow. anything. I mean, it's like nothing physical. My fears are all about like emotional stuff, you know, like loneliness and lack of love. Those are my fears, but <laughs> but nothing physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you little, scared of heights? I get that feeling in my stomach, mm-hmm. but I've never had to like do anything against or things. It's like if I look over a really tall building, I'm all. That's a really tall building, and if you 
fall, then it will hurt. So I don't know if it's like really, I'm not like, don't go there. But when I look over, I get that like weird. I'm all, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll actually put myself in the experience of like falling, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, understand like, why. you know, all the, all the things that go with it. And I don't know. I have, I have like moments where. I'm trying to imagine what. I'm like, will it be bad if my bone? How will my bones yeah, yeah, yeah. feel? I, I, actually I try and like go through that whole thing. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like what's gonna hit hit yeah. first? What are gonna be the la- those last thoughts, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's with anything. There's like, like the other day I was driving in a car and I just got aware of like all the traffic around me or something, and I just like the next thing that thought of just like just one little thing goes wrong, me being like crushed in this car, you know, and then just going through all the feelings, all the physical feelings of the bones breaking, the you know, it's just like something I had to kind of it was there it was happening in my head so I had to this is crazy I was like in a car accident when I was a teenager and we were hit by a semi and I didn't a semi? and I only had a bruise on my leg but my mom got fucked up but so then there's that too you're like then nothing happens and you're like "Uh." so you really don't know you'd be like well that's what's gonna happen with him or also that could not happen yeah it's Actually, I had a story from earlier I wanted to mention yeah, yeah, yeah. because oh, yeah. it was a crazy travel story, too. But it, it had, actually has this element of it, too, where, like, so I was with this girl. It was the girl I was talking about 10 years ago. I was really in love for the first time. So she also had this thing about her, and it's one of the things we really, I loved being with her, is that she also just didn't have fear around stuff. Like, we could walk into anywhere and just, just be fearless about it. So we were in, we took a vacation to Guadalajara, Mexico. And um, one night, we were just walking around the city. It's such a beautiful city. It's a really family, kind of friendly city. But one night, for some reason, we just both were compelled to just walk in a direction and just keep going and just keep going, keep going, keep going. So, like, we were going to get lost and we were going to leave the city center and we were going to just keep going. And I don't know why. We just were talking and mutually, we didn't even really discuss it. This is just what was happening. And as we left the city center, things started to get sketchier and, like, you know, we saw some interesting people like looking at us weird but you know what I mean but I still felt I felt safe um but what happened next is that we ended up stumbling upon which I still have burned in my memory is like one of the most amazing things to me it was beautiful it was like a decrepit falling apart little like mini amusement park And it was like, it was like, and I was fascinated because it it looked like, I'm like, either this has been in disuse for a very long time or it's just, it is in use, but this is all they have to work with, you know? And I was like walking up and I actually went up to like this carousel and I was super fascinated because every carousel animal was like literally hand carved pretty, pretty poorly, you know what I mean? With like paint on it. I mean, it looked like someone just hacked away at a piece of wood until it kind of formed the shape of something, you know? And I was just like, and I was transfixed. It was the most amazing. It just filled me with like this feeling of like awe because it just, and it was deserted. There was no one there at all. But anyway, as we're like looking around and I'm just like in heaven, you know, all of a sudden I did hear something. I heard this big like woof, you know, and I looked and this Doberman comes around the corner and the way he's like looking at us and stalking us, I'm like, oh shit, like we, this is, this dog is going to about to fuck us up, you know, we're in his territory, you know, and so I got like my girl kind of stand behind me and I'm like, kind of like, okay, I didn't know what to do, but I can tell as he's walking in my head, all I can do is see what he was plotting, what he was planning out, 
and he was getting ready to like run at us, you know? And all I could think of, okay, like, I'm just gonna push her away and throw myself at the dog because I don't want him, you know, hurting her. But then even that, like, I, I had the sequence in my head where I felt the dog's teeth on my skin. I felt like the cold you feel when you, when you, you know, when you're split open and you know all this stuff. It just was going through my head, and I'm. But at the whole, the whole time, I'm, I'm not breaking eye contact with the dog, and where I'm walking backwards and she's behind me. I don't even know what she's doing, but she's right behind me. But every step the dog is taking, I'm taking a step as well. You know, so we're like in this like very slow like you know death, death walk, death dance backwards. Whoa. Um, but I'm just waiting for the moment when he breaks into a run. That's like what I was actually waiting for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The cliffhanger moment. Yes, 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 yes. So you're so you're 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 walking slowly backwards. Yeah, slowly and it's... backwards, and with locked eyes of the dog, every step I take, he's taking a step. And then out of nowhere, I hear this other sound, and I hear this like, beep, 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 and this little dog, like a little toy dog, comes like running, it looked like a cartoon, came running from behind the carousel, behind the other dog, made a turn where he couldn't even like get traction with his feet. He's just like, you know, and then he like comes around, and he comes right up to our feet. And he's like, beep, 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 like, like barking right at us, and it shocked me so badly, because I'm like, oh my God, because he was just suddenly there, and he was just yipping. But then I looked down at him, and I realized I took my eyes off the other dog. So, and we're like, start backing up closer because this dog is yipping at us. I look Whoa. at the other dog, the other dog totally relaxes. It's almost like he says to his friend, like, you got this, you know, you got this one. You know? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's it right there. Just like a pearl. Oh, nice. Jordan, I'm not taking photos of my podcast. Oh, <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude. Yeah. So, that anyway, little, so that little dog. That little dog saved ever... our lives. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But the other, the big dog, it was like so funny. It was like a cartoon. Kind of, yeah. It was. It was like the, you know, the little like, you know, that. What are we doing now? You know, like that. Like, little oh dog. my then, gosh. Like, yeah. like if Pluto would come and then yeah, like slide on a banana peel into things. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this is like not. This is just something random that happened last night. You can hold but... out there so you can just wake up. I am. Um, well, I'm smoking weed on my couch. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but then uh, I put the lighter down, and then I was like watching a cartoon. I just hear like a, a hissing. Oh. And um. And I was like. Three people. Next three people. So you heard a hissing. I was like. Thinking it was. Nobody's waiting on the stairs. Thinking it was the neighbor. Like. Doing something that. Excellent. Tell the fucking ready to go when you get to the table. I was like, no, it's not the neighbor. And then I just like looked around. I had no fucking idea. So I started getting on the ground and like being like this. And then I look and it's the lighter hissing. Like it was punctured? Yeah, but I have no idea. And I don't know, but I'm just holding it and looking at it and going, huh. I don't know, and all of a sudden I just go to my door, because I have a balcony, and I throw it on the ground, and it fucking explodes into a million pieces. It almost exploded in my hand, but it didn't, I didn't even know, like, I just threw it in and went, just, yeah. And I still just left it there, because I don't even know what to do. I've never heard of something like that. I didn't even know to know to check if it was hissing, you know? I don't know. 
Well, you got a hearty handshake coming. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you, you so much. David Lynch. Holy moly. Hey, man. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Good to see you, man. I know I've known you in past lives. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure. I'm sure. Good to see you again. <laughs> it's good to see you again, man. Oh man, it's so great to see you again. <laughs> Are you a fan of uh, Twin Peaks and David Lynch's stuff? Yeah, I have done like studies for us. Is this exciting for you to be here to to see this stuff? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, hi there. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for collaborating with him on making this book. Thank you for coming up with the idea to create this thing. It's 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 such a pleasure to be here with all of you. Thank this you. Great this is so you. cool. Thank hey, man. Thank you. Hi. Why, hello there. Are you are you a fan of David Lynch? Do you do you like his movies? Have you seen any of them? Uh, Twin Peaks. Sorry, I can. That's all right. That's okay. Holy moly, we met David Lynch. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I don't have words yet. Did you transcend? He has such kind eyes, I would say that. Yeah. Really, really kind eyes. Oh, God. What are your thoughts, dude? Right now? Wow. <laughs> well, I'm saying two books signed. Yeah, exactly. And they're both by my heroes. The other one is Jacques Cousteau. It's his first edition what? of The Silent World. And that is a synchronicity. Because... My brother bought me that book. The Silent World was the first book I ever read by Jacques Cousteau. And he wow. is an absolutely insane writer. Yeah, for someone who never went skydiving, or, or not skydiving, diving deep. Good night. Good night. He just went, like, I don't know, but I was reading it on a road trip with my brother after he gave it to me, and he would just, like, talk yeah, about fish. Yeah. Okay. He would talk about fish, and I would just start crying because he just described like as if I never like saw fish or something. But so I had a paperback, and then when I was in New York, and I was like feeling all lonely and walking around. The Strand is a bookstore, really big one. They have dollar racks outside, so there's just like, and for some reason there was just that book on the dollar rack, and I was like, oh, no one cares about the 1953 edition of The Silent World, I guess, whatever. So I. Picked it up and bought it for a dollar, and it was like totally oh God. signed by him, like first edition to like one of his friends, Larry Siegel. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. nobody even cared about Jacques Cousteau. I was like, that was another for one of those dollar. moments. Yeah, for a dollar. That was amazing. And this one, I got asked by him randomly a couple hours before this. Then he was only supposed to get one book. He went and got me another book. Incredible. Yeah. Only one book came with his ticket, and he came back up with this book. And I just got this free book signed by David Lynch. Oh, my really God. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what's so crazy? My, I forgot to bring my ticket. And uh, my email only showed me, like, the confirmation number or something that I paid for the ticket. And, it, I mean, it was, like, right there. Like, hey, you know, I belong <clears> here. But I didn't have, like, the official thing for the lady to, like zap the thing yeah. so I'm there and I'm trying to look through my email and I'm sweating and I'm going oh my gosh I'm supposed to be here but like how this I can't get in right now and this guy walks right up to, next to me and he goes he's like well I got an extra ticket you know he doesn't even hear what I'm thinking or what's going on he's like I got an extra ticket he's like ah, you know what do I do with this I go can I use your extra ticket because this woman isn't letting me in because I, I don't have the barcode thing and I'm like I can go in right I mean you can see that I paid for the ticket and the lady's like okay and so as I walk in um, 
to get the book, the guy is like looking at the, to make sure I have the ticket. And I go, well, you know, and I show him the phone and everything. He's like, well, that lady was okay about it. I go, yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, it was one of those things where I was sitting there, like, just going, no, there's no way, there's no way, like, I, like, I had just, so I was like, oh my God, I just spent 30 bucks to get in a freaking Uber here. I paid for this event and I, I, I am supposed to be here, you know? Um, there's just no way around it. And, uh, and sure enough, now look at all this crazy, miraculous stuff that's going on. I mean, this is astounding. And I kept trying to be like, because I was tired, like not trying to cancel on him, but like for some reason I, it was like, uh, I don't know, I didn't eat food, maybe I shouldn't go to this. Uh, I don't know. And then I was just like, because time literally stopped, like I kept thinking there was no time and there just kept being enough time to come. It's been fucking amazing. I just realized as I pulled this out of my hair, this is like one of the things from the more simulation thing. From the simulation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I just did this crazy like VR thing where they put you in Syria, like when a bomb was dropped and you're like in it and they blast you with like, I mean, you have a VR. Debris. Yeah. Debris. <laughs> some of the debris in my hair. Yeah, I like know. I was like, <laughs> he's telling me about the tactile things where they're like, you touch something that's supposed to be hot and it would feel hot yeah but the like debris a fire thing really like just took it that step <laughs> that was, further that was, that was a little extreme anyway that's what <laughs> that's i did before incredible. i came here so. <laughs> oh my god she was just telling me about how like just the events leading up to her being here and the fact that you happen to run off and get the extra copy of the yeah, book because yeah, it only came that's good, yeah. your ticket only came with one book <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, exactly. oh my god this is so this whole experience has been just really, 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 cool. really <laughs> so mad. Do you usually record like so much when you talk to people? Or? No, this yeah. is the first time I've recorded almost three hours of this stuff <laughs> so before. Two forty. Yeah, of, are you you've been talking or, a lot. Or, or, I will. I'll chop okay, it in okay, three yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I'll chop it in like, three parts. Oh yeah, another thing. We keep yeah. another and I'll end each one on a cliffhanger too. I'll end each one on a cliffhanger. So people have got to tune in for yeah, that. Yeah. So what's the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Let's okay. So it's called Inspirado Projecto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, wow, it comes up right up on there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm a real boy. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> awesome. What a great thing to see that that's, that that's real. Nice. How, many, wow. how many do you have out so far? I think, oh, geez, every day I almost make it like two or three. Oh, wow. Well, that's and I just, three, I just got a, oh, I think I'm up to like number uh, 100 and something now. Oh, 105 wow. or 8, maybe. Nice. I, I've, I, it became so addictive to me. This has become, instead of me writing ideas down in my, uh, in my yeah, idea book yeah. now, this is my idea book. I, 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 every idea, any, anything that's like, oh, wouldn't that be funny if there's this movie about this or a scene like that or a book about this, I just put it all on here. And so that's the gift for my future, future stuff, and it always <laughs> comes back around in some way or another. Yeah, yeah I just use my notes for that. It's just oh, wow. notes, 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 notes. That's good. See, I don't document it. Wow. I just, I just, I just verbalize but it. But I haven't, that's the thing, is I have it, it's all in this, like, idea, what the fuck is it when incubator? Hmm. And I haven't kicked any out of the nest yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's funny, I had a podcast in 2008, I did, for oh. a little while, so it's very, very early, and it was kind of before the thing, but it was all comedy, it wasn't, you know, but because I have the Were experience... Were you still in the in the very beginning, I mean, because 
there were probably weren't too many podcasts. Yeah, yeah, no, there weren't. Then. There weren't any, you know. But I mean, I, I was, yeah, because Which I, is I, awesome. That yeah, you and I was able to, to publish it. it. I mean, it was cool because, yeah, like that was. I didn't know how. See, I didn't realize how valuable that was at the time that I published it. And there was only a few listed, and no one really knew what they were. I mean, it was literally when like the first iPods were kind of out, and that's yeah. where podcasts came from. Because I was just reading iPod. about that. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It was during that time. God, that's so cute. <laughs> but it was only comedy. But I've been wanting to like do a new one to like exercise a lot of my own thoughts now oh my god it's crazy because so many it's like you know we were talking about before like with the synchronicities more of them are like whoa here's a safe area there's a target now and uh that's what it feels like with this with this podcast is that so many of these ideas now are coming out that are just like the imagination is just expanding all the time Mm -hmm. and if i'm not making a podcast i'm talking to myself a lot more now than i ever have before and i'm meeting people on the subway whether I'm waiting at the bus stop, whether I'm on a street corner waiting to walk across or something. I mean, God, it's it's crazy. Oh, I was telling him, too, that this this originates as a, a radio show. Well, it, okay, so I have a radio show uh, and and this podcast now. But I've had the radio show for, like, since 2016. And it's in, in an AM station in Chinatown. And I would love to have you two on, on the oh. air. I'm able to do whatever the heck I want on there for an hour, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. and third Monday. Yeah, the first and third Monday of every month. It's in Chinatown. Oh, my God. And it's from 1 o'clock till 2. I figured, oh, it's great for a Monday because people yeah, usually don't yeah. like Mondays. And plus, I go, okay, we'll do this during a lunch break yeah, time. Yeah, so great. hopefully maybe if people, like, step out, they get a, a sense. They get some, like, cosmic consciousness, and then they go back into the cubicle. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, yeah. and People and that like, find it probably look forward to it, like, every week. Because that is kind of a cool thing, like, start your week with that. You know, so. that, would be yeah, fun. Yeah. that would be fun to hear that, to know about that. Wouldn't yeah, be interesting yeah. To is know, that the like, one that's off Broadway? In that holy red moly! Wait, it's crazy you're saying Broadway because it is on Broadway, but it's behind. It's kind of a secret location. It's there's a stairwell uh, behind a building. Mm-hmm. That's uh, there's a faux shop or yeah. fa fa pho. <laughs> there's oh, one of those pho. restaurants. Faux fa faux fum. Like a fake shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always mean. But that's fun because I think someone. How long has it been around? Because I think one of my friends DJ, DJed. Really, K Chung? Is it called K Chung? Sixteen thirty a.m. Oh God, of course. <laughs> oh my God, of course. Yeah. Oh my God, I of would course. Love, that was a, a couple years ago, but yeah, I would love to go back in there and do that. Did you say you were on it before? Your friend had it? Yeah, but it was like, I think it was like a Valentine's Day thing. And then also, our mutual friend, her boyfriend was cheating on her, and we were like, reaming him up and down on the radio show. We're like, this is another one for Jason, who's in Sweden and thinks it's cool to have sex with other Jasons on tour. Like, kind of thing. It was a little aggressive. Yeah, a little anti-Valentine's thing. Yeah, <laughs> now they're great. They're in those studios. Like it's just got this great. It's, it's got this, like people who've been in the studios. They were like, "Oh, this just has this New York vibe about it," and it just felt like it, I like the the underground vibe of it because you got to go through this dark hallway yeah, and up these this dark stairwell if the light isn't on, and then before you know it, you're just like, "Holy cow!" Yeah, we'll do we got a radio show here. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to end this now. Yeah, sure. sure. I'll be putting this up. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening to this. You heard David Lynch's own words himself talk to me. Yes. And others. So keep that in mind (laughs) when you see me in his next film. Talk to you later.
Well, you got a hearty handshake coming. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you, you so much. David Lynch. Holy moly. Hey, man. How you doing? <laughs> Good to see you, man. I know I've known you in past lives. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Good to see you again. <laughs> it's good to see you again, man. Oh man, it's so great to see you again. Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks: The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto.